right, hey guys, all right, all right, all right. Hey guys, welcome to episode 67 of Res Hockey. I am Trevor, and with me is Dennis. Hello, hi. What's up, Dennis? Dennis, (laughs) stop it. Dennis, what's up, Dennis? Does anyone ever call you Dennis? Like professionals, like police <laughs> officers, <laughs> <Yeah>. narcs, <laughs> police officer. That's how I know they're narcs. If they call me by Dennis, or you know you're in trouble when they call you Dennis. Yeah. Oh um, no, I know. I know. I know. How, uh, back in the day, I was in trouble when my when my mom just called me by my Indian name only. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, what now? What do they do now? Yeah. So yeah, welcome to episode 67. Uh so what's up? What's happening? That's episode 67. I'm for the first time in many years, I have two weeks off of holidays. So oh, I'm yes. gonna, uh, be, yeah. I'm gonna be uh uh, I don't know. I'll be around if someone wants to uh, stop by or because uh, of the week, you know, pass me on the street. I'll take a selfie of my uh, Plug Nation hoodie with, with you. Uh, today is your first day off of Christmas holidays. What time did you get up this morning? I got up early with Sue. She got up at five to, to go to work at uh, uh, Pinecrest. So I kind of rolled my eyes open and then I, I had a hard time falling back asleep. It's called old age, man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's I guess I get, but I guess well, we went to bed earlier on uh, tennis, so I guess I had a pretty good sleep though. I I wasn't that tired when I woke up. Did you take a nap today? Absolutely, I, I took yeah, a nap two of today them. too. <laughs> Today's also my first day off for Christmas holidays, and I had a nap around yeah, uh, after two, so it was okay. good. Okay, so yeah, uh. Our guest for episode yeah. 67, we actually, this is the first time we're doing this. We have two guests on the show. Yeah. Um, they are former contestants on Ice Wars 2, and they will be going to Ice Wars 3, which will be in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming uh, in the new year. So uh, March 4th in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, our guest for episode yeah. 67 is Justice Smoke, a.k.a. Haymaker of yep. Morris, Manitoba, and Jody Bad News Beerman of Moose Cree First Nations. So um, yeah. awesome to have these guys on the show to talk a little bit about Ice Wars. Ice Wars 2 that happened this past summer in Enoch Cree Nation just outside Edmonton, Alberta. So it was great uh, to sit around and uh, talk talk fighting with the guys. So yeah. it was uh, it was a good interview. I really had fun, you know, with yeah. uh, smoking beads. So uh, what kind of hat do you have on there? Draft hat. Because <laughs> uh, of the week, because of the week for episode 67, <laughs> is Mr. Nathan Andrew Cranbrook, BC. Andrew is uh, Nathan is from. Can you can you read that reserve? 
Kananaksa Reservation in BC. K T U N A X A. Kunaksa too? No, I can't Kununaksa? Kununaksa? I'm sure we're freaking butchering it. Hey, Whoa. we have a pretty good streak going on of butchering either a last name or a, <laughs> yeah. in a, a community. So that's our butch, butch, butcher of the week, I guess you could say. Canuxia. Maybe we'll have to ask. Hang on. I'm going to ch- check something out here. I'm going to use the Google machine because they have the phonetic spelling, right? Yeah. Oh, you can hear Bush typing just slow, but just banging on his key keyboard. <laughs> Okay. Redirect from it's Kutene. Kutene. What? Kutene. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. What is, we're way off what we're saying. Kutene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Kutene. Okay. Yeah. Kutene. Yeah. And what we were saying? Kunaksa. Kunaksa. We're way off. That's what it's. Uh, yeah, we're way off. We apologize for everyone in that area for butchering your community. <laughs> so, sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, shout outs. Do you have Get any shout outs for episode 67? Oh, I totally brutalized this shot, man. Oh, I did too. It's uh, pronounced K. K. I'm going to. It's pronounced uh, K T O O N A A H A. So, Ketunahe, Ketunaha, Ketunaha. Yeah, we, kut- we butchered. You said Kutni. Kut- I, I, no, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm reading, though. But now they redirected to a different page. So, Ketunaha. I don't know if the. Anyways, do I have a shot? <laughs> we were close. We were, we were close. close. Sorry, Nathan. We, uh, uh, we, don't mean we to, apologize uh, to Nathan and to all the Azure, uh, to all the elders in the community. Yeah, we we for, didn't mean to butcher for, your community name or mispronouncing your name. Yeah, I so knew bad. we were gonna. I know. I knew we were gonna mess up on that one. <sighs> shout outs. Do you have any shout outs for episode sixty-seven? Um, I would like to give a shout out to the office in Toronto that's in charge of uh, offsides. And their complete disregard and lack of clarification. What is an offside? Like the head office in Toronto, like NHL yeah, office, like, like yeah, where the yeah the head mm-hmm. office and the control room or the war room, wherever all the all the uh, replays go. You think with like all the cameras that they have recording the game and like looking for offsides or like. Yeah. An, is it a goal or no goal? Like they think you think they would have everything down to a T. You know what it is? It's these white goo. Sorry, these assholes that haven't played a game of hockey that don't know the game. They're just looking for a simple definition, and they don't know what to look for. That's what <laughs> it is, and I hate it. It's idiots that don't know the game that make up these rules, and it's idiots that don't have never ever played. The game that watch for uh that trying to look with the being told what to watch for you know you sound like a a, a sore a, or a poor Oilers fan are you okay do you need a hug 
No, I am not okay because Connor McDavid scored a goal against uh, who did he score against overtime? I don't know. I don't know. St. Louis, Washington. I don't know. Oh, St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis. Now, the problem with that is that a Washington player two nights before scored the exact same goal, the exact same stride length, the exact same puck movement, and it was deemed onside. As long as the, the ruling is, as long as the, the player has control of the puck, uh, it's, it is onside. Connor McDavid, because he's wearing the Oilers jersey, uh, he was offside. Kale McCarr scores a goal, a key goal in the playoffs like that, and it was onside. So there's got to be, if it's onside, it's onside, but call it 84 games a year. 80, call all the whole duration of the NHL. There, my rant's over. And that's my shout out. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, I don't Any have other any... questions you want to ask me? <laughs> <laughs> Just mad. Just mad, that guy. Take it easy over there. You're mad, somebody. <laughs> I got no shout outs. A shout out to everyone. Okay. I guess it's the holiday yeah. season's approaching. So uh, have a holly jolly Christmas. Yeah. Do you say. Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, because I know a lot I'm of people. Old school. Are... I'll, I'll, I'll say Merry Christmas. Yeah, same here, because I know a lot of yep. people will say Happy Holidays now. So, just say Merry Christmas, man. Just Merry Christmas. Whatever makes you happy to say Merry Christmas to me, say it. Merry Holidays. <laughs> or what a... was that? Uh, trading Places, Eddie Murphy. Merry New Year. <laughs> Merry... When he's on, oh, when he's oh, on the oh, train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, I wanted to talk about ticket prices, especially in the States, oh. uh, up here in Canada, we get, what's the word we get screwed. screwed. Yeah. We get screwed. Ticket prices yeah. can go up as 300, $400. Yeah. If you want to watch the Leafs, uh, like if you go to one game in like any Canadian city, you're going to expect to pay more than, yeah. if you're sitting on a lower ball, you're going to be paying more than 250. Guaranteed, yeah. um, 100, 150, 200 on the upper bowl seats, but in Costco in New Jersey, there's uh, they're selling ticket two tickets to a New Jersey Devils game for 89.99 US, which is 127 Canadian. I mean, 122.87 Canadian. Sorry, so that's a, that's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, go to Costco, which a lot of people do because they always get the. Uh, the bum wipe <laughs> and the dollar dollar fifty hot dog and a pop. Yes. Um, but imagine going to a lease game or a Jets game, Oilers, etc. in Canada and buying two tickets for $122. Holy Lower balls. Yeah, that would be uh wonderful. But like, absolutely wonderful. But in Florida, but what you can get three tickets to three games for $135 or <laughs> six games for $203 Canadian. So that's like Isn't 100. That weird. Is that weird in Florida? Yeah, let's go to an NHL game for six games for $200, $203. That's maybe one ticket oh. in Canada. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Do you think if 
like the Canadian teams didn't have the same attendance as Florida and like the Southern teams that ticket prices would be as low as like Florida. That's uh, it really boggles the mind. That is, I kind of upsets me like as a hockey fan. It irritates me to no end that we have to pay like three hundred dollars just for a good ticket while they're paying yeah. two hundred for six games. Yeah, I know, and the games are good ones. They're like Florida. Well, temp. I mean, Arizona's okay. Vancouver, Minnesota, L.A., and Boston. Those. That's the six pack. And yeah. for the th- for the three pack, you get to choose L.A., Tampa. Or Pittsburgh, or the other pack is Boston, Anaheim, Las Vegas. I'd go with the other one. I'd go with the Kings, uh, Lightning, and Penguins. For 135 bucks, you get to watch Crosby, Stamkos, and who's on LA? Drew Doughty, yep. uh, Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Yeah. But let's live in Canada where we have to pay. <laughs> like, like lots of money that, like when the Jets, when the Leafs were in Winnipeg, we paid like two seventy five a ticket. That was in a lower bowl. Oh, so damn it! I don't know. That's that sucks. I guess, eh? But good for the yeah. people in Florida. Good for the snowbirds, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we go to a draft tournament in uh, Tampa Bay. I would love to pay that much for for three games, six games. I know. That's cool that they sell hockey tickets at Costco. Yeah. They should do that at Winnipeg. Well, every Costco in Canada. Every Costco should do it. Yeah, you're right. Are you a big Costco shopper? Uh, not we're not a huge, huge fan. You guys got a membership? Not a huge shop or what? Yeah, we do. Yeah, same here. Yeah. So I think what happened? Well, especially what's happening now uh, with Frosty's closing. Um, Frosted Foods consumers, Frosted Foods of Canada, Kenora, their office, they're closing. So I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna go buy uh, um, bulk like steak, bulk uh, sir, sir, roasts in Winnipeg. Come back here and uh, chop them up and bootleg them. <laughs> like steaks because we, <laughs> we do that with like we'll buy pork loins and just cut them up and in, into yeah. pieces and you get like i think i was getting like 30 pieces of pork chop per pork loin yeah. so that's it uh we I, I just cut up a roast uh the other night and we made we got five steaks out of it are you marinating them right now like <laughs> no 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 just it was just pierce it was just straight salt and pepper a really healthy coating of salt and pepper, but 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 uh, all of that that roast at, at Frosty's cost uh, cost me twenty four bucks. So I was I, I got That's five cheap. steaks out of it, and I'm and you figure with the price of a packet of two steaks or what fifteen bucks, yeah, eighteen bucks. So I got I said you know save money that way, just like you did with the sirloin or or uh, sirloin pork loin. Make a bunch of pork chops out of it. <laughs> I, I totally went niche mode this past Friday. Uh, Paula I had, had a her, boy. She had her work uh, Christmas dinner, and we went to Montana's. 
And I oh, ordered, what'd you order? Did you I order ordered a burger? Like, no, I ordered a steak, man. <laughs> steak and abs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a 14 14 ounce steak oh so i was like i'm not paying <laughs> i'm not yeah. paying so i'm gonna order a steak and some apps man some happies yeah. might as well might as well it's on their bill so i ordered yeah. a nice medium rare steak and i ordered the deep fried pickles i'm not really a fan of deep fried pickles the spears no. more more of the chips i like mm. But not really the spears, but yeah, free food. So I just mocked it hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did. We had a one of our at work. We had a a worker. Um, he got another job with Trudy Three Police. So we had like a going goodbye uh, lunch luncheon for him. So again, that was on Thursday. So I ordered like. Uh, Big burger, a bunch of apps, and yeah. just totally racked up our food bill. I think there was probably 12 of us, and our bill was like 500 bucks. <laughs> we just racked up, like, then just ordered everything off the menu. I wonder, I wonder why we're like that, eh? Like, a lot of like, I don't know, niche people, like, we sure when it's on someone else's bill, we'll just totally rack up the food bill and just order everything. <laughs> It was good though. I'm not really, I'm not really a fan of like um, restaurants, like f- food chain restaurants, like Montana's, Kelsey's, or yeah. I don't know. It's just the food's not really the greatest, but when it's free, it tastes really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, with that being said, I'm getting hungry. Okay. Uh, and while we're, I don't know what I was going with that. Uh, let's go to our interview with, uh, Justice and Jody. Let's go. Hey, Res Hockey. Res Hockey would like to introduce our, we actually have two guests tonight. Uh, this first time in seven episodes that we have two guests on at once. But uh, we'd like to introduce you our two guests. One hails from Morris, Manitoba, Mr. Justice Haymaker Smoke. And our other guest is from Moose Creek First Nation, but currently lives in Simmons, Ontario. Jody Bad News Biederman. Welcome to the show, guys. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me, man. Right on. We're happy to have you guys on. I uh, hope you guys are staying warm and toasty on this cold December day. Um, first off, uh, just uh, tell us about your uh, like your playing career, like uh, growing up and whatnot. Uh, playing hockey, I started playing at the. I started late. I actually started playing at the age of ten or eleven. Um, before that, never skated, never even like. I, I watched a lot of hockey. And I liked the fights in hockey and the hitting and all that. But other than the the conflict, uh, I didn't really care for it. I didn't really care what scoring goals or who won the cup. It was <laughs> the two-two rock this guy and put him through the boards or any of that. Uh, so I started, like, I started at a late age, and I actually got like my parents pretty much forced me into it. They're like, "You watch hockey, you like you, you're gonna play." And uh, man, I was the crappiest player on the team. I couldn't <laughs> skate. I couldn't skate backwards. Like nothing. 
and uh i ended up getting put in power skating and like kind of just any kind of skating i could like uh get practice from or learn edge work type of thing and uh man my parents dedicated like a whole season because i was i didn't want to play i like every every second game i was like i quit like i, I suck and like i can't even hit people like if i touch somebody i get pushed down like i suck so like i didn't i didn't want to play so they forced me to like keep playing and i like they got me to like into power skating and all this stuff so by the end of my first season, uh, probably with my last 10 games, I didn't have any goals yet or any assists or anything. And uh, by the end of the year, I was actually like a good skater. I could skate backwards solidly. And like, I was super confident. And uh, I ended up scoring 11 goals in like 10 games. And uh, so I, th- I thought I was an all-star. So the next season, I just went straight for goals. Like I just was a puck hog. I scored like <laughs> 37 goals. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a good season. So then the season after that, I ended up like being captain. And uh yeah, like I was, and by then I just didn't really care. I was like, yeah, I can score goals, but I'm going to rock people. Like I'm going <laughs> to put people on their ass. And like, and, and like the year before that was my first year of hitting. And I think the only reason I ever actually enjoyed hitting was because there was a few times where I would, someone skate center ice with their head down and I would just catch them and boom, like oh, hit them yeah. straight in the chest. <laughs> and then you just hear the wind just get like just pushed out of them. And uh, you just kind of hear everyone go crazy and or, or like get mad or whatever. And uh just kind of hearing that kid wheezing was kind of just like my favorite reaction because I just know I got him. And I was like, yeah, he's not doing that again. And uh, yeah, so that was my favorite thing. So after that, I just became a big hitter and it, like I would hit somebody and I would instantly turn around and look for someone to fight because I just instantly thought someone's coming after me. And man, we were like, we were 13, 14 wearing cages and I'm still trying to drop the gloves with people and like someone come near me and tackle them down. And uh, so yeah, I played hockey for about four or five years and I took a season off just kind of getting in trouble at school fighting kind of just doing things I shouldn't be doing and uh so I took a whole season off just kind of my punishment or whatever but uh whatever so then my next year back was midget and I came back in midget and I was playing with I was the youngest of my age and everyone is older and I had to make a statement that I was the biggest guy on the ice no matter what so right away, I was the guy running everyone, pushed, like even in tryouts, I was like running my own players and like just absolutely trying to hurt anybody I could really to show them. And uh, <laughs> so I played that season with uh, our minor league because we had a high school and we played minor, but I've always played minor. So then I just didn't think I was good enough to play high school. So I just didn't try. So uh, I played minor midget that year. And then the next year, next year I was like, hey, I'm going to go play high school because it gets more, gets more show and you know, more fans are out there, whatever. So I actually ended up showing up to our high school tryouts and the coach just did not like me. He's, he hated me because I was like a goon. And like, even in school, I was like that guy, like a class clown who's always joking around. And uh, so, yeah, he like, basically, I walked in with my bag. He picked up my bag and threw it out of the room. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, like, what do you do? Like, what's up? And he was like, you're not trying out for my team. And I was like, well, why can't I? I was like, I have good enough grades, like whatever. And he's like, no, we don't need you and we don't want you on our team, like this and that. He's like, we don't need a goon. And I was like, okay. So I picked up my bag, brought it back into the room, sat it down. And I was like, yeah, I'm trying out. I was like, tell me why I can't. I was like, if you don't think I can, I'll go get the principal and like, we'll make it, I'll make a problem out of this. So I ended up trying out. And the whole time I knew I wasn't making the team no matter what. So I was like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run every single guy I can and I'm going to show them that, like, you guys have a team full of, like, pussies and, like, you know, <laughs> just guys that can't hit or fight. And uh, so I actually only ended up doing, I think, half the tryout. And then me and my one friend ended up getting kicked off the, kicked off the tryout. 
and they just told us to get out and whatever because we all we were doing is hitting everyone so uh after that i played midget for minor league again and our team was just a goon squad all we did was hit people all we did was scrum um it was crazy like that was probably the funniest year i've ever had playing hockey like even like even better than june and uh we were always traveling to, like to portage or to brandon or like kind of just all over manitoba to play and uh like every team we played there was always like at least a line of goons so like <laughs> i was always put out with them always, yeah it was crazy and it was a crazy season after that i think i took a couple seasons off and then i joined junior for my last season and uh we have a junior team out here close to morris and st or like in the morris area but uh all my friends play for them so i, I didn't want to play for them because I just wanted to fight my friends and hit my friends and <laughs> just kind of do anything, man. Like, it was, I just kind of like, the, like I got, my friends aren't fighters or anything. So, like, I knew they weren't going to drop them with me or I knew they weren't going to, like, get in my way type of thing. And my friends are all actually skillful players and I'm the guy that comes out there and runs everybody. So, uh, every, every time I'd play them, I'd be like, oh, I'm going like, to I'm gonna run you guys. Or, I'm going to shred them at, at center ice and you guys are going to have to fight me no matter what. And like I never would because I'd never never want to actually hurt them or you know make them mad at me or whatever. But uh so I ended up playing junior in a town like three towns away. Cause I had friends on every other team that was close to me. So I went to a to a team that I knew no like knew nobody there, knew didn't even know the coach. I basically emailed like the team and I was like, hey, like I'm looking for a team to play on. This is where I'm from. Uh if you guys want to sign me, like let me know. So he had said, come to practice this date. If you can, if you're good, he's like, and you, like, you're an asset to our team. Like, I'll take you. I was like, okay, great. Sounds good. Showed up. And, uh, I walk in the dressing room and man, everyone's staring at me because they had the team made already. Right. So like, why is this random guy showing up here and walking in and <laughs> shit? Like, and like, I'm like, I'm not like, I don't walk in. I'm not like, hey, I was like, what's up? Like, I just walk in, like, whatever, just throw my bag down with my hood up and just start getting dressed and whatever. And, uh, these guys kind of like, who are you? And I was like, oh, like I'm just a smoke. Like, <laughs> it's coming to fight, I guess. Like, coming to be your goon. So this guy ended up coming up to me, and he was like, oh, like we have a goon already, and like I'm him. And I was like, okay, we're not big, and I like, don't think you can fight me. So I was like, I guess we'll see you on the ice. And uh, everyone's like, oh, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, dude, like, I don't care. Like, so my coach is like, if we have to figure out who's the who's gonna be the fighter here, like we'll figure it out. So I went out and uh, man, the practice was basically a tryout. Like they basically like pinned it all on me. Like every every drill was based on my, like based to see how I was. And uh, yeah, so I made I made the team. And the whole the whole time, me and this guy on opposite sides were like, I'm running him as much as I can with his head down. Like I'm trying to drop the gloves as much as I can. And like I'm a res player, so I'm like pretty choppy. I'm pretty you know I'm pretty aggressive. I'm uh, I get in your face quite a bit. And, and t- try to intimidate you type of thing so man he just did not want to go me and he's like no 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 and i was like <laughs> all right like if you don't want to go me man like you know who the fighter is so at end of practice no like he didn't want to do it and uh the team kind of just thought it was so funny because he's apparently <laughs> such a tough guy and uh after that they were like yeah you're on the team like here's the next game show up whatever so it was actually against one of my buddies and uh they were like yeah like uh do you want to scrap someone go like you you can scrap whenever you want you whatever you want to do you can do if you want to hurt somebody and then scrap like to go for it and uh man this coach gave me pretty much free reign like obviously don't do anything too dirty but like play play clean by like run everybody <laughs> like that's what he wanted and uh man that's exactly what i did i was in there and I had a few buddies on the team so i'm running them in the boards 
and uh i had my i had my one friend and i was like hey like let's drop the mitts here like let's go at face off and he's like yeah like whatever like so that so we kind of wouldn't do it and then uh they ended up scoring a goal and my coach looked at me and he's like fight the centerman and i was like okay sounds good and that's <laughs> my friends i skated over i was like hey buddy i'm shredding them right at right when the puck drops i'm gonna beat the shit out of you right now <laughs> and uh he's like oh yeah and i was like yeah i'll, gi- I'll give you first punch <laughs> And uh, he's like, it sounds good. So whistle goes, puck drops. He grabs me and he leans and he, he kind of clips me, but it doesn't connect. And I like gave him a, like, a, like a push and I was like, you ready to, like, is that it? And he's like, yeah, I guess so. So I grabbed him, tuned him in and I like gave him a few shots to the head. And so uh, I'm like super close to this dude and uh, his parents were at the game and they hate fighting and they know that we're good friends. So that was like the first game they came to all season. And uh, yeah, they basically see me beat him up. <laughs> so then uh so I, so I got kicked out of the game got off the ice and then as i got it got into the, the lobby my dad's walking in with my family and they're like what are you doing and i was like oh i already fought and got kicked out and they're like we just paid six bucks each to get in here like and i was like oh like you guys should have knew like be here on time so uh but basically after junior like i fought i think 12 times that season and i only played 16 games or something like that <laughs> and uh after that, that's kind of like when I really got into like hockey fighting. Um, I, I played for my reserve long plane, so I played for them. And I like fight when I when I have to type of thing. Like I was pretty young starting when I started playing for them. So I didn't have to be like the crazy big tough guy or anything. But now as I'm getting older, I have to fulfill my role. But uh, yeah, that's like when I got super into fighting and hockey. And then after that, I'd fight in my, um, for my team or whatever. Or wherever I played, honestly, like I'll play rec and still fight or I'll play like in the city and still have to get a tilly here and there or whatever. <laughs> but uh, after junior, I don't think I ever really played like an actual league. Like I don't think I ever played senior or anything like senior around here is uh, honestly pretty skillful. Like it's not a lot of, like not a lot of fights or like, hitting or anything. So I basically just cut my losses for that. And then uh, <laughs> just play res hockey. Man. That's all I really do now. Right on. Yeah. What about you, Joe? That. Tell oh, us uh, some of your uh, hockey highlights and championships well, and shit like that. <laughs> first, first of all, there, man, I started like any other res kid, man. I started skating on the road, parts <laughs> flying there, you know, skating down to wherever the rink's at there. <laughs> you got to get there somehow, right? They're not giving you a ride, so learned that way there. And then played uh, all my minor hockey in Moose Factory. Little NHL, everybody, if anybody's from Ontario out there, you Little NHL, I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. Grew up playing that. Went to uh, left town, left home, I think, when I was about 14. Went and played AAA there out in Kirkland Lake. Started my career there. Actually didn't start fighting in hockey until I was in uh, junior, my first year junior in uh, Manitoulin. We had no scrapper. And then I remember my coach coming behind me there, starts fiddling around my jersey. I look back at him, like, what are you doing, bud? It's like, you're going uh, so-and-so there. And I'm like, what are you doing with my jersey? He's like, I'm making you a tie-down. He uses the old penny and the lace there. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> from there, man, I dropped buddy. And then it's like, oh, shit, I'm pretty good at this. Man. I'll keep doing it there. Who else? And then guys started getting bigger and bigger there. I was like, holy shit, man. I'm like, huh? I'm going to get my bell rung sooner or later there. Next thing you know, I'm starting to win more and more. And then uh, Baldor's knocking on the door. I was like, no way. Last team, our last, I never thought I'd make it past junior there. And then I got a Quebec major junior team asking me to come and try out there. And saying, you can, and when I got there, you should have seen there. I felt so out of place, man. I was in the dressing room looking at everybody's equipment. They're all like top notch, brand new. 
here I'm wearing my uncle's old shoulders there. They look like they're from Slapshot. My elbow pads are older than I am. Like, you know, I have to take them on there to keep a good snug fit, but they don't move. That's why I like them there. And guys are asking me there. Like, uh, Latang was there that year. It was his rookie year, Chris Latang in Baldor. I had to back him up a few times there in a couple of uh, the, what you call it, the preseason games there, exhibitions and all that. But yeah, they'd ask me, like, are you a goal scorer? No. Playmaker? No. <laughs> Penalty killer? No. Especially being in a French town, they're like, oh man, you should have heard like the speech from the, the head coach through when we're going out to get ready to play. Sounds right. Awesome. It's like half hour long there. And you know, everybody, all the French dudes are pumped. All the Indian guys, or the native guys here and uh, the English guys, all the guys come over here. And I was like, all right, man. little five minute speech. Okay, guys. Finish your checks. Keep going. You know. <laughs> That's okay. We got one job to do there. At the we went another night there after junior. Yeah, like uh, smokes. I didn't really follow it too. Had to uh, grow up and uh, hit reality there. That the NHL's not knocking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I went, so I went to mining and heavy equipment there because uh, my brother found one of my journals when, from when I was a kid. I said to be an NHL player or a tractor man. <laughs> so I became a tractor man there. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, man, it's just ever since Ice Wars, it's probably been at least 12 years since I dropped the mitts on the ice there. Last time was up way up in cash there in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was the last time I hadn't gone dropped the gloves there. Wow. Trevor, you got to get a pair of these. Fuck that. You will. Just, <laughs> you read so well. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, guys. Ice Wars. How yeah. was that experience? I I found out about High Wars through a co-worker on Instagram. He said, Bush, you gotta check this out. You gotta check this out. And he showed me a link to it on, on Instagram. And then he's like, Holy shit, this is like nuts. <laughs> <laughs> How was it though? Like because because that's because I always said Instagram right uh when I first saw like the first uh like Facebook reels, like 20 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever. But how like the yeah. whole thing, like how was it? Uh, my first event, man, I went in May, so I was at the first event for Ice Wars 1 there, and uh, just even getting into it was super weird, like, how to even apply to something like that, like, there's, you can't really, like, they, they have to either know you, or you have to, like, I don't know, like, something, it's hard to get into, so uh, I ended up just emailing them, basically fight clips and telling them who I was, and I basically just, like, told them I'll fight anyone. Like, this guy could be 350 pounds and I'll fight him. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and, uh, man, I basically just said, I, I just said anything for them to be like, all right, here's a fight. Fight this big guy. And, uh, which, I mean, like, I would have. And uh, people are always like, would, would you actually fight someone if they gave you, like, a 350-pound big guy? And I was like, yeah, if I had to. Like, if that's how I had to get in there, then I'll be, I'll be known as the guy that fought that guy. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I was like, I just kept I emailed them like twice. I sent them some videos. So then they emailed me back, whatever. And they were like, send me another clip of you fighting. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So I ended up getting in a fight like the day before or something. So I had an extra clip. So I sent them that. And they're like, whoa, that guy's like 6'6". Six, six. And I was like, yeah, he's a good fighter. Like he's actually known as like a scrapper out here. And uh, they're like, all right, like, I think we have something for you. And I was like, okay, hey, sounds good. So that's all they really told me. And then about two weeks went by, they emailed me or they called me. And uh, AJ was like, I have a fight for you, but he's bigger than you. And I was like, yeah. I was like, my, I know what my email said. I'll fight whoever. And uh, he's like, well, how much, how much do you weigh right now? And I was like, and I weighed about 215. And I was like, about 215. And I, cause I, before, before Ice Wars, I was like, not bodybuilding, but I was working out quite a bit and like, you know, cutting, gaining weight, like gaining muscle, whatever. 
And uh, yeah, I was like 215 right now. And he's like, well, this guy's 255. And I was like, I'll, I'll book a 220. Like, I can do that. Uh, so I was like, I'm down. Like, I, I don't care. And uh, yeah, getting into it, it was good. So then I had, man, getting into training, it's like, how do you, how do you train for a hockey fight besides fighting in hockey? Um, yeah, so I ended up uh, meeting Jason Bone through a family friend. And uh, I trained with Bone for every day for like two two months, I think it was. Nice. And dude, he was like, and he's and he's like, and he like knew what to train for, and he like knew how to do it. And he like, it was like judo and like boxing and kickboxing. And man, the guy had sparring partners for me left and right. And uh, the funnest part was always we start we'd, right before we spar, they're like, don't take it easy on him. If you can <laughs> if you can land one, land one. And I was just like, okay, this guy's gonna this guy's gonna try to beat me up now. So then. Uh, it was good, man. Like it was crazy. Like going into Ice Wars one, I was so confident. Like, uh, so I, they, like, I got to fly there from Winnipeg, and then getting there, they had like a they have a driver for you to get to the hotel and the venue. So like everything's hooked up, man. It's super nice. Like you don't have to worry about anything. Like you have to worry getting into your room and then just like getting ready for your fight, and that's it. Nice. So like getting there, like just kind of seeing the the environment, man. It's so surreal, like basically knowing you're going into your first professional fight and they can go either way or like see walking and seeing all like the, the stuff set up there right beside you and the fighters all sitting in the lobby and pretty much eyeing you down it's like <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Do these guys like me do, do, do they like me or do, do they want beef with me like and uh yeah i walked in and right away i met aj and uh, man, everybody was so nice. I like met the fighters, and all the fighters were so like genuine dudes. Man, like I thought they were gonna be assholes, or I thought they were gonna be like roid monkeys and like just getting mad at me, or you know what I mean, trying to pick a fight or something. <laughs> no, man, like, everyone was crazy nice and like just treated me like family. And uh, I know like everyone went and did like uh, like ice scores like group things together. Like they went to go watch the Oilers game in the the ballroom type of thing downstairs. And uh, that was the night before the fights. And uh, I just, man, I just had to get in the mood to ready, like get ready for my fight type of thing. I was in my room with uh, Bo, actually, Bo Cornell, and uh, his girlfriend. We were kind of hanging out, watching, watching the Oilers game, but just kind of like relaxing. And I kind of didn't want to get too like loose before my fight. I wanted to stay stiff and ready. And uh, I ended up meeting Keegan the day before my fight. And man, he's like such a good dude. So like, before I met him, I thought he was gonna be like this just asshole dude. And uh I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna mean mug me and, and, and as soon as I see him, he smiled and man, just a good dude. So we ended up hanging out even the night before our fight. And uh basically the day of our fight, I just kind of like texted him in the morning and I, I was like, Hey bro, like we're not hanging out today. And I was like, I'll, I'll see you after the fight type of thing. And like I basically just didn't want to have hard feel. Like I just didn't want to like be nice during my fight i don't want to feel bad punching him and like i didn't want to i didn't want to go di- any differently from my plan yeah so i basically like went in there my my boys my boy uh gilmore he's like like one of my cornermen he's been my cornerman from the first and second one and uh he kept saying like make sure you make sure you're not like you're not gonna make sure you're gonna punch him like make sure you're gonna hurt him and i was like yeah i will do like this guy's not my buddy i get it like he's not my buddy right now so then uh getting into the room dude we all have to sit across from each other and over in murder row and uh <laughs> The, the awkwardest thing man like <laughs> we're sitting there and we're all tying up our skates and staring at each other and it's like which one of these guys are gonna be knocked out tonight <laughs> which one of these guys are gonna be beat up uh weren't, weren't we sitting beside each other yeah bro me and you, me and you <laughs> together so then uh yeah we, sat, we all sat in that one big room and 
so like right before the fight dude me and keegan are standing side by side and he's like getting ready goes out my buddy's like are you nervous at all and i was like dude hell no i was like i'm ready to fight i'm ready to go right now like, i feel like i'm at a res tournament and like i know i have like a fight coming up like right in the first period and like i know this guy like wants to fight me type of thing and uh nah he's felt good so then my buddy's like you sure you're not lying to me and i was like Bro, I promise, <laughs> i'm not scared and i was like i am so ready so walked out and man getting on the ice it was like crazy walking past the fans it's like i don't know you almost want to like you're thinking about everything you're thinking about like what people are thinking about you like you're trying to, you're trying to think like am i way over my head right now like am i gonna get tuned in right here and like is it gonna like am i gonna hate being punched in the face again yeah. like like uh so get, like, yeah get, like, getting out there is crazy and then uh the fight it's, fight itself it's mad it's a fight like it's it's a lot different than a hockey fight because in a hockey right. fight it's 20 seconds you go down like honestly like half the time you don't even land a punch sometimes like um yeah so like it like it's it was weird punching and then getting back up and then like trying to get your breath back <laughs> and uh and then just like being punched in the face and then like having to get back up or whatever or just like ha- knowing you have another minute and a half to fight that <laughs> like, you get like you either have to back out or you have to just go power through it <laughs> and uh my first event was super like super super fast it felt like it was way too quick and it was whatever so the second event my team did a full fight week out in alberta we went out for the full sunday to the sunday and uh man we trained every day and it was a lot different man i met like we were in calgary for a few days so then in calgary i had like people coming up to me at the gym and they're like hey like you're like the haymaker eh?" and i was like uh yeah like yeah how'd you know and they're like yeah we watch ice boys like we're gonna watch you this weekend and i was like oh yeah sweet like nice so like it was crazy it was like at the gym at the mall and like it wasn't a crazy amount like not like hundreds of people or anything but it was like a good chunk of people and it was like just nice to be noticed right. and uh so training wise and i felt good like my my boys were no matter, even if there was day because i was cutting i had to cut the 35 pounds i think it was so then my mood was kind of off like i wasn't didn't really want to do too much and like i couldn't do too much because i couldn't eat anything without <laughs> putting on the pounds so then uh yeah, dude, we, we basically got an Airbnb. We stayed in the house, like, the whole time. And then, like, only time we left was for, like, the gym and then food and then, like, like a run or, like, whatever. And uh, all we did was, like, team bonding stuff. Like, basically just played games and played, like, team games together, like, on the Xbox or whatever. And uh, going to the fight, it was a lot different because we drove. So then we got there on the Thursday. And, uh, yeah, this time it was, I, I kind of knew what to expect. I knew what was there. I knew... I knew what I missed out on the last time. And uh, even just with the cameras and the, like the, the video, like the, the video cameras and everything. The first time I was, I was like super nervous. I like, I'd see a camera and like, I'd almost turn away from it and not take the picture. Like <laughs> the super shy guy. And uh, I had some good picks, I guess. But I mean, like this next, like for the Ice Force 2, I was like, man, like if there's a camera there, like you're putting your fist up or like, you know, you're putting your pose and like, you're going to be that guy. And uh yeah, it was dope. So like going there, I like I was less nervous besides the tournament because I know I had to fight three times, and uh, it's it's kind of weird because my phone like oh I guess every fighter's phone probably blows up the whole day, and uh, man, it's ner- it's like it's just nerve wracking because you have like all these texts. Oh, we're cheering for you tonight. Hope you hope you do good or you're gonna do great. And it's like I'm like sitting in my room and I'm like, yeah, you guys are telling me that, but if I get knocked out in the first round, like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you guys gonna say now? <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so like i basically like the day of the fight 
or I guess to the weigh-ins, I, we went, so I weighed in, I was 30, I, went, I weighed, ended up cutting at 38 pounds. So I was at like 198 and um, I had to wait till four o'clock. My weigh-in was supposed to be at two. And I basically, I didn't eat all day, didn't drink all day. Like I was on a heavy fast. So like we were standing at the weigh-ins and then I was at two o'clock and they're like, yeah, I should be here in 15 minutes. The way the scale will be here in 15 minutes. <laughs> they just kept saying that. And I was like, man, like you guys know I'm cutting right now, right? Like, you know, I'm like, I'm hungry and, uh, we had a ceremony at five and, uh, yeah, basically it was like the scale didn't come to about four, but at three, at three fifty, I was like, okay, boys, like go to pizza hut and get me a pizza. And like, <laughs> bring it back. like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh in and just eat right here. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I went and weighed in at like four 30 or something like that. So I had half an hour till my ceremony and I like, I was like, can I leave? And they're like, no, you can't leave. And I was like, can I leave for 10 minutes? And they're like, for what? And I was like, I have to eat. Like, I haven't eaten in, like, almost a day and a half. <laughs> so, so they were like, okay, whatever. Like, go eat and be here in 15 minutes. So I ended up leaving. And uh, I was late for the ceremony. I was about five, ten minutes late. So I came back down, and everyone's like, where were you? Like, why are you late? And I was like, oh, I was eating pizza hut upstairs. And they were like, why? And I was like, because I'm hungry. <laughs> and I was like, you guys got that 38 pounds, man. Like, I was angry. I wouldn't be able to talk in this interview. Like, um. So yeah, like that was a lot different. And then uh, the fight night, it was, man, my, uh, so this second one, I had a, had a nutritionist, I had a personal trainer, I had a, and then I had like the boxing coach and all that stuff, right? But I had the extra, like all the extra help. And uh, so my nutritionist on fight day, like kept me dialed, like you're eating this at this time, you're eating this at this time. And uh, you're drinking this then and like whatever. And uh, yeah, going to my fight, like during fight day, there was, I had a bunch of my friends come out and whatever, but uh, they, I don't know. They don't know how to like act. Like they don't know how to like treat a fighter right before they're in a fight day. Like during for me personally, it's like I don't want people. I don't want people asking me questions all day and like you know what I mean. Like I'm just worried about not getting beat up in this fight. <laughs> like I'm just trying to get through the day. And uh, yeah, so like they were like, oh, like so what? what like what do we do for this? So I was like, you guys are watching. I don't know. Like you guys go. You guys just get in there and you guys sit down. And uh, so I ended up just like leaving my all my team upstairs when I went to get my hands wrapped. So I went downstairs, got my hands wrapped by myself, just because I needed a minute to hang out and just whatever and get ready and just get mentally ready. And uh, getting going to the fight itself, I came down with my team. And uh, man, I always bring a bag full of booze, like my whole my whole hockey bag. Is, <laughs> it's, it's all my equipment plus like a two four of bubbled apples or whatever. And uh, so going down, whatever you get, in the, we get down there. And I was like, I'm not sharing a room with anybody. And, they're, and so they're like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I'll share a room with like a few people, but like, I'm not in that big area. I, so they're, I was like, I just like, I'm like, you guys can throw some people in my room, but like, I want my own room. Cause like, I know like a few, few of the other guys got rooms and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I like, I feel like tournament guys need to get that mental space of like, I'm going out here and I, I don't need all this commotion. A lot of guys just kind of like yeah. talking and stuff. So then, uh, man, I ended up sharing a room with uh, Beads, actually, and uh, Keegan. Mm-hmm. So it was us three in one room, and, man, it was actually good. Like, you could tell Beads was dialed in. You could tell mm-hmm. Keegan was getting ready to go, and Keegan was my cornerman. So Keegan was, like, kind of, like, for during my fights, he was all worried about me. And, like, you know what I mean? It was really good. So, like, my room was just full of good energy and, like, right basically just, like, guys who are ready to get fucking rocked, man. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> And then the first guy I fought was McNeil. Uh, shit, man. I, like, he was, I heard a lot about him before I fought him. 
I had some people, I had some buddies who played against them. So they were like, yeah, like he fights and like whatever. And I was like, all right, but like, does he have a chin on him? Like, can he, is he, does he get in close? Like, what's he do? Is he like a Travis check? Is he like, like, what's he like? And they were like, yeah, he could fight. And that's all they said. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, like, that's all I need to know. And uh, I, actually, I think I seen him the day before and we, we exchanged a few words, but like, nothing too crazy. And, I don't try. I just try not to like get into a headspace of these guys are my buddies until after the fights because I just I'll feel bad punching them or like <laughs> yeah. So then uh, the uh, McNeil fight. Uh, yeah, before that, the day before that, I never really like we didn't say any. We said a few words, but like you know, did the square off and uh, my goal for the square off was to make sure I lined up his chin and. Make sure it was on video that I lined up his chin type of thing. Like, get, as close, get as close as I can, but like, don't be a dink. And uh, yeah, so then going to the going into the fight day, it was good. Like me, beads, and McGraw were in the back room, and it was good. And then lining up, you like all the fighters line up in this like right right in the same line, like going out in the same uh, same curtain and everything. So we're all standing back there together, and you kind of can feel the energy that the other fighter has. And uh, yeah, you can tell you can tell his whole team wasn't too sure if like. What to expect, really? And uh, my team's like hitting my shoulders and hitting my head. They're like, "You're knocking this guy out. You're gonna, you're gonna knock this kid out. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna make, you're gonna make history tonight." And I was like, "Yeah, like whatever, man." Like, and like, almost like hyping me up too much. Or like, after the first fight, I told him to calm down. I'm like, "You guys can't be like, you guys can't be saying that. Like, if I get if I get beat up or something, or I get hurt, like, it's gonna make us all look bad." Like, and uh, so going into yeah, going into the McGill fight, they're all doing that. Whatever, but there was like I told him like, okay, like quiet down, like whatever, let's go out, walk out, like respectfully, look good, and uh, yeah, like it was, it was a nine second knockout. I mean, I couldn't <laughs> complain. I was super happy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like even squaring up, it was like I had a super good idea of what I was doing. I scored that right handed and switched to southpaw, and then gave him the two. But uh, and I knew most fighters are gonna they're gonna they're not gonna expect you to switch fight stance like that and like as smoothly as like I did like. Even in my videos, people go like, I don't think you switch stands. And I was like, yeah, I did. But like, you can barely tell because I just, my foot slowly moves and I kind of just get in there. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to judge him off that one fight. Like, who knows if the kid could bang. Uh, just a lucky punch. And uh, man, I worked on that hook like all week. That's the only thing I really worked on. I like, didn't work on jabs. It was just straight, someone's going to catch this left. And yeah, that was basically my goal and to win the crown, obviously. But um yeah, second second fight. I have to tell the boys to calm down. Hmm. I was like, we gotta we gotta look like respectful. We gotta look like good dudes. Like I, I don't want to be known as the asshole on, out of the ice force. <laughs> and uh, I also work at a school, so I like don't need these kids at my school seeing all this. And so second fight, I ended up giving like a little one of the little fans a t shirt on the way out, and, uh, or on the way on the way into the on the way out in the walkout there, and. Uh, yeah, I just kind of like I'm, I'm trying, yeah, trying to be respectful and be good. Yeah, and uh, I knew Bull was man. I knew Bull was gonna be nails. Like I heard so much about him, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, fighting fighting Schmitty there. He was man. He's nails. He he's so fast and he's so technical. Like you tie up, you tie him up from the from the right hand, and he instantly hits you with an uppercut, and then you're like, oh. You, didn't know he had that, so you're trying to cover the uppercut and, and the overpunch, and man, guy's nails. So getting into that Tilly, it was he got me. I think 
I think I caught like nine times in the side of the head and like all at one go. And uh, man, I've never been punched that hard by somebody. Like I've been in so many fights in my life and man, he, he got either, he just landed some crazy shots in the same spot or I don't know, but it hurt. Like I've never had a headache like that after. And uh, at the end of the fight, like I like, or even at the, at the first round, I like thought I, like I felt my eye right here was all busted open. I like felt like the wind on it or whatever. So I was skating over and I was going to ask my team, like, am I busted up or like, and uh, I ended up skating over. I was like, oh, like, give me the smelling salts. Like I'm, I'm good to go for another round. So I went for a second round. Same thing. I like, I just, I knew I had to land it up. Right? I knew I had to land something to knock him out. Couldn't do it. And uh, guy has a jaw on him. And then uh, <laughs> after that, like, again, like I went to the corner. Everyone's all, oh, it's the third round. It's the third round. And I remember just trying to tell my boys, I can't do a third round. Like, I'm calm. I'm like, I have no gas. Like, um, and my boys are like, here's here's smelling salts. So I ripped another hit of smelling salts again, and man, got my air back, and I felt good. And uh, I remember walking over, and Schmidty's like, you're you're we're going for a third, and I was like, that sounds good. And yeah, they called it his fight, so whatever. I got off, and I'm walking to the room. My boys like, are you okay? And I was mad. Like, you know, I mean, I wasn't, I wish I won and I wish I could have kept going, but where she goes in that game. So, uh, walked back and went to my room and I just had a huge headache, like kind of, you know, seeing stars a little bit type of thing. And, uh, the boys like, how you feel? And I was like, man, my head hurts. Like, I'm, it's like, just be quiet type of thing. And, uh, we're all kind of sitting there talking and yeah, dude, just, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to drink tonight. Like, <laughs> my head's hurting like i just i don't know like i think i'm i think i'm confident i'm having a concussion so then oh here's you guys you guys need a doctor in here no i don't, I don't need to go to the doctor yeah my friend so i was pretty upset like i was I, I, I obviously wanted to go to the finals and whatever so i sit in the room didn't really say too much and uh i was like boy should i just give me a minute like i just need a minute by myself to like reflect on what i could have done better type of thing or what i what i should have done or what, what was I focused on that wasn't this? And um, yeah, so each of them cracked me open a beer out of my bag and they set it down beside me. So it was like four beers sitting beside me. And uh, they're like, whenever you're done, those man come out and talk to us. And like, if you're, if you're ready to go, like we're ready to go. And like, if, if you want to stay in tonight, you can stay in. So I ended up crushing all four beers really, like super quick and uh, had a talk with McGraw's dad actually. And he said some words that just kind of got me, you know, like just kind of like knew, made me feel good. Made me feel like, you didn't, you didn't succeed in what exactly what you wanted, but you still succeeded in other things. And basically showed me the light and the dark. And, uh, dude, I crushed those four beers as fast as I could because I was all pumped <laughs> up after that. And uh, did part, just probably all night with all the fighters. And, right on. Yeah, it was, a, it was a sick experience. All the boys are super tight, man. Like, it's good. How about you, Joe? How was your experience at like, Oh, man. never thought I'd be part of something like that there. I remember uh, as my little brother, actually, that showed me at it showed me the uh what do you call it the thing on facebook there the link and all that so i was actually on night shift there i was sitting in my loader and i was just like what the fuck what is this here you got a second life we got to get you in this i was like all right check try it out like i think there's still a video on youtube they're floating around with me there when i actually won that when i won that fight there and i was skating gave my goalie a high five and all that and i had the the mohawk back in junior <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he sends that to aj all of a sudden aj like 
immediately gets in touch with me. He's like, yo, you're a Cree. He said you were a Cree and all. I'm like, yeah, man. Moose uh, <laughs> Factory, Ontario there, bro. Like, have you ever heard of the Chichu there? The same, the same reserve. He's like, yeah, yeah, bro, right on. Like, uh, And then all of a sudden he says, like, yo, I want to invite you to uh, Ice Wars 2. I was like, no way. Mess called my brother right away. I was like, yo, I'm in. No way, bro. let's go. We're in. Let's do this. And like... Again, like Smoke said, man, it was, it was his experience sitting in the back there with him, getting all hyped up there. And then the one thing that really got to me there, man, was those lights being under that rink, eh, Smoke? Like, it was like oh, a yeah. heater, man. It was oh, like yeah. a heater. Those lights were so hot there, and I was so oh, gassed, yeah. trying to suck in, looking for that cold air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no cold air, man. You're looking, I'm looking at my yeah. corner, man. They're like, I'm gassed. Holy fuck. <laughs> what am yeah. I doing here? I was almost saying there, like, like <laughs> But other than that, there, yeah, Schmidt. Wish I can, you know, there's a lot of things you wish you can do uh, again there to correct yourself. But Schmidt, yeah, he's a good fighter, man. Technical guy, good That's hitter. Good. Yeah, I thought he was gonna go down a couple of times, and I hit him. But thought he thought I was gonna go down a couple of times too. I'm sure. But yeah, man, real technical yeah. guy knows what he's doing. I'm glad that he like. Yeah, I'm glad sure. I lost to the guy that won. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. But other than that, man, like, fuck, it was quite the experience there, like. Well, like Smoke said, when we got to meet all the fighters there, I thought everybody was going to be like, holy fuck, here we go, stare down, man. Like, <laughs> get my poker eyes going yeah. here, start staring at everybody. But no, man, like, they were, like, more nicest people I've ever met in my life. They're all <laughs> fighters. Like, like, you don't even think they're fighters. Like, you know, we're all just shooting the shit there. Yeah. And all that there. And, like, fuck, it was fun, man. That's fucking, and that was a nice place that we stayed at there, the Enoch Tree Resort there, River Resort. Yeah, was the River Tree. Yeah, real nice place. Like, fuck. All right, awesome. awesome. Okay, uh, Joe, I know you have hockey in less than half hour, but half you know, hour, I'm, so, I'm, I'm uh, that guy that walks in at 5 2 mm-hmm. there. You know, sometimes I <laughs> still get dressed at home, boys. <laughs> Before we let you guys go, we'll finish the, the podcast, we'll finish the show with the five rabid niche questions. Oh, you guys ready? Shoot. Uh, First question, question number one, baked or fried bannock? Fried. Baked. Uh, question number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or a door? Always. Both. Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your background, Joe, it looked like that's your door behind you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number three, uh... This is more for justice, I guess. Ever see Ernest Mooney ass live in concert? <laughs> no, I've tried to a few times. <laughs> no, that's funny. that's funny. I have. Come really? on, smoke. Yeah, but <laughs> you think the Manitoba boy would see Ernest Mooney ass live in concert? I saw him in Kenora. It was funny. Wish. The <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I wish. Uh, question number four. Indian taco or Bannock burger? Ooh. Ooh. Is it a Bison Bannock burger? Uh, yeah. Probably Indian taco for me. Indian taco for me. Indian taco. It's a toss up. Toss up. (laughs) (laughs) Fifth and last question. Can you guys jig? Oh. Oh, yeah, Only when I'm I drunk. Kick that dust up like no other boys. I can make that dust fly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Smoke Beads. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. Really appreciate it. And uh, 
are you both going to Ice War 3s? I am, yeah. Yeah. I am, yeah. Okay, we'll have to have you guys back on the show after uh, Ice War 3s, see how you guys guys did and how you guys are doing shit like that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, boys, thanks for coming on. And uh, we really appreciate it. uh, Good luck in your training and stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. uh, We'll love to have you guys on again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll see you, boys. All right. Yeah. Have a good one, Smoke. See you, bro. Uh, Hi. Welcome back from the interview with Justice and Jody. That was a good interview. I think we'll have yep. to have them back uh, after they come back from Ice Wars 3 in Cheyenne yeah. in March. So, who are you taking a picture of? Uh, recipe. What are you going to burn now? <laughs> You'll see. A 58-hour marinade and <laughs> a, a week-long proofing for your dough well maybe uh we'll see okay uh res okay this week's res hockey top five did you uh oh i got a good one let's go okay um this week's res hockey top five christmas movies Oh, these are uh, classics I might add. Tra- uh, this is in by no way uh, endorsed by Trevor Iserhoff. Um, no. uh, for all this, this that's our legal disclaimer right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will do uh, number five. It's a classic with Scrooge with Bill Murray. That's a good <laughs> one. It's got one of the. Did you ever watch Taxi? Yeah. He's got, uh, do you remember Latka's wife? No. She plays one of the ghosts of of, uh, of Christmas that comes to haunt Bill Murray. She plays a really fudgy, she gets in a, a fist fight with him. It's really funny. You guys <laughs> should watch it. Well, even YouTube the clip. clip. And number four, coming on number four is a hard one, but uh, I got to go with uh, Elf. Uh... With, uh, Frank the Tank. Himself, Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> James like, Conn. Yeah, the good Ferrell. thing about that show is, like, when he's walking in New York City, the people that are on camera, like, some of those extras, they don't know that they're they're being filmed. So it's all their reaction. It's it's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and coming in number three, I have to think long and hard about this clip, probably because, uh, I don't know, because it's good, because it's Billy Bob Thornton. It's uh, number three is Bad Santa. Uh, that's a good one, yeah. Oh, there's some choice. There's some choice scenes in that movie. Yes, kids, if you're listening, teenagers, watch it with your parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, coming at number two is for all you kids is the Muppet Christmas Carol. How do you go from <laughs> Bad Santa to the Muppets, man? Like I said, I I I lost a lot of sleep on on this list. Coming in number one, <laughs> Muppets. Coming in number one. Okay, number one with Cousin Eddie. Oh, Christmas, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> I know a lot of guys that are like Cousin Eddie. 
Yeah. Come over, stay at your house for <laughs> a long period of time, eat your food, and your kids yeah. come, their kids come over and mess up your house. And that's a good one. Yeah. So you got Scrooge, number five, number four, Elf, number three, Bad Santa, number two, Muppets, <laughs> <laughs> and number one, National Lampoon Christmas vacation. Yeah. I think Christmas the best vacation. part of that Christmas vacation is when uh, Chevy Chase went down uh, on that slide. Oh, yeah. When, when he went yeah. sliding. <laughs> he was just polishing that. Uh, what does, yeah, I know. <laughs> but there's so many good, like, Home Alone. So Home Alone won. Yeah. But here's a question. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? The sec- Is it the first one or second one? When the it's first one. Is that a Christmas movie? Of the of the Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. Is that considered a Christmas movie? If if you consider that a Christmas movie, then Lethal Weapon's a Christmas movie. Oh yeah, true, right? Mm. Yeah. What is your favorite Christmas movie of all time? All time? Yes. It was on last year's list. Uh my off my favorite movie all time is Office Christmas Party. Office. With Justin Bateman, Olivia Wilde, or Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. I can't remember what I, can't. I always get them mixed up. Olivia Munn. Um, TJ Miller's in that one. He plays an awesome role in that. I think mine is probably the Christmas story about Ralphie. Oh. It's, just, it's a classic. We, we, we've been watching that since, I think that came out like in 83. <laughs> uh, it's an old movie, but... That's probably oh, one yeah. of the best. You know that movie was filmed in St. Catharines, Ontario? I did not know that. Yeah, some of it was filmed in St. Catharines and someone was filmed in Cleveland. That house, Ralph, Ralphie's house was actually on sale. So I think they wanted like 1.3 million on it. If I would have, if I was a millionaire, I'd buy that house. Totally. <laughs> so yeah, that was a good top five. I just, I like how number three is totally rated R and Number two is like <laughs> just totally night and day. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, gotta, like gotta I mix said, it I up. I sleep rate rating this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for the listeners, this will be our last show for 2022. Um, it's yeah. been a good year, man. Like we interviewed a lot of great people, uh, a lot of yep. former former players, current players, res tourney legends. Mm-hmm. Former NHLers, and it's uh, it was awesome. I really enjoyed this year, and I know like it's good during the winter, but summers it's kind of hard. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, barely anything happening hockey wise in the summertime. But uh, well, Mm. uh, I'll say a few of the names of the uh, our past guests just to just to show you of like all the different different. I don't know, like. Yeah, like I said earlier, we have res players, uh, college players. We got any former NHL players and yeah. women players that were on the Nash team, national team with Team Canada. So, yeah. Okay, like uh, January tenth, we had Harley Garriock. He's a awesome, yeah. awesome uh, player. Played college hockey in the states. Uh, well known for playing for Cross Lake Islanders, he's playing senior hockey for St. Anne this year in Manitoba. They had Jamie Leach, former uh, Stanley Cup winner with the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
We had Vern Cooper from West Wanapee, Quebec. He's uh, one of the better um, res attorney players. He played for played at the Freddie, and he uh, he broke Eagle Lake's Chiefs' hearts by beating them. Mm-hmm. Like in Tyson Watney, another Tyson uh, Watney, yeah. He's a legend in Saskatchewan. We had Dwayne Jean Jr., a great kid. Yeah. Eric Roy from Saskatchewan. He's a very good defenseman. Gary Roach uh, from, where is he from? Batchewana, outside Sault Ste. Marie. Yep. He's a Memorial Cup winner. We had Jared Bethune. playing. He's playing in the East Coast League in Allen, Texas. Great kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Frawley used to play with Pittsburgh Penguins. He was the captain of the Penguins when Lemieux was a rookie. So, oh, really? Yeah, so that's cool. That's cool. Uh, we had uh, Ashley Collingball on the show. Yeah, that this, was neat. This is Rabbits. Who else did we have? We had uh, Craig McCollum from Saskatoon. Uh, great, uh, great guy. He plays with the Canoe Lake Young Guns. Mm-hmm. We had Jason Bone jo- from Manitoba. Victoria Bach. Uh, Jocelyn LaRock. Jesse uh, Dudas. Yeah, there's some really cool players that we've had. Trent, Trent Campbell, Trey Lewis. Like, uh, Imagine if we put a, a team together, like how good oh. this team would be. But like all the guests. Moses, yeah. We had Vern Ray from Thunder Bay, Ontario. Yeah. Keyshawn Gervais, another good kid. Kimby Daniels played mm-hmm. for Philadelphia Flyers. Like you said, Jaws on the Rock, Jesse Dudas, Dalen Smallchild. He's playing over in Finland. Yeah. Victoria. Uh, sorry. Is it Bach? 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 Like, Bach. like the uh, Sebastian like the Bach? Music composer? Yeah. Or uh, Skid Row lead singer, Sebastian Bach. Yeah. We got Troy Williams from Eagle Lake, First Nation. Caden Butterfly from Moose Cree First Nation. Uh, Drew Rose from Red Pheasant. Oh, I love Drew. Drew's a beauty. Yeah. Uh, follow him on Instagram. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a good gentleman for sure. Uh, Bryce Jervey, he's playing over in Norway, former uh, yeah. D1 player. We had Damon Gardner, who was drafted by Vancouver. Skyler yeah. Tate Riam from Norway House. Norway House. Freddie Champ. We had Charlie Wash. Uh, Andrew Antonin, former player turned actor. Yeah. Just we yeah. had a lot, of, a lot of good different. Uh, Trey Bunn. She plays with the University of Manitoba. Leon yeah. Denny from Eskasoni. Jeremy Thompson. This guy was a beauty from Calgary, mm-hmm. Alberta. Like, just to show you that like, last week, then Carrie Terrence. Yeah. So we had a lot of good, uh, a lot of good guests. And just want to say thank you for all our guests for taking the time of their busy yep. schedule. Cause a lot of them are athletes still, they have full-time jobs and student athletes. So it's uh it was, it's, it was really fun. I really had a blast interviewing a lot of these, these uh, players and I can't wait for 20, I was going to say 24, 23, 23. I said 23. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was a good uh, year. I was just thinking about the Muppet Christmas Carol and, and uh, bad Santa. <laughs> like night and day, man. 
If you could pick one guest for the year of 2023, who is your favorite guest? Hmm. Think about that and what you just said, please. 2022. <laughs> Whoa, see what you're screwing me up, man. 20. Lot, we've had lots, lots of good guests. I think every guest was like unique in their own way. They gave yeah. a lot of good answers. And then the one thing that I, I really liked and enjoyed is that uh, the advice that they gave for the young people, the, the young teenagers. Yeah. Like, they always had something really good to say and it was mm-hmm. it was good and that's why we do these shows is for the youth to listen to these past these former guests to, to tell the youth what it takes to get to that next level and it's it's always awesome to hear and a lot of these we know a lot of these uh players and they were always the best of the best playing so mm-hmm. it was awesome to hear uh, my favorite get. I don't know. That's a tough one. I enjoy it. It is all of a them. tough one. Yeah. Hmm. That's just like asking Bush, who's your fra- favorite Edmonton Oiler? All right. Exactly. There's been lots. There's been lots. So, yeah, <laughs> it, it, that's a tough one. I I can't. I don't. I don't have a straight answer for that. When no. we, we ask who's your who was your favorite guest, because that's that's tough. <laughs> so. Uh. <sighs> Anything else before we take off? No show next week because it's it's no uh, show next week because it's Boxing Day. Boxing Day, the World Juniors are starting juniors. that day. We open up against uh, Czech Republic in Moncton, New Brunswick. So that's two hours ahead of us. So that's gonna yeah, that's gonna be a t- yeah change for uh, sure. That that'll be tough. But uh, I looked at their schedule. Uh, they uh, they actually. They're they're making it so the people in the east in Ontario can watch it because it's that seven thirty oh, yeah. hour time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spangler Cup too is on. I love watching the Spangler yeah. Cup. That's always. I think I prefer that more than World Juniors. So. You do, eh? Yeah. You, the only thing that sucks about it is that it's on early because it's in Europe and it's like yeah. six seven hours ahead of us. So. Uh, any any other plans you have while you're off for the next two weeks? Um, whole lot of this, whole lot of that. I'm try and keep up with the shoveling, and I'm gonna cut some firewood. Have a little uh, little fire in the backyard if it's nice enough. If it's not minus forty, I'm tired of shoveling snow already. It's only December. I know. Oh. I had to pay someone to come shovel. Good. So, I'm, I was actually I was actually looking at quads uh, the the past week with a plow. I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of shoveling too. So, if you were like financially well off, would you move to like Mexico during the winter winter months? Um, probably, yeah. I'd Even though you, down to, I probably moved down to Scottsdale, Arizona, so I can play hockey there. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, like uh, golf course there. Somewhere where you're you're able to skate, where you're not really cut off from hockey, right? So yeah, I think it'd be too much of a shock for me to all of a sudden not play hockey, like like say this year, especially since uh, I'm not on shift work anymore and I am able to play a full season. 
in Phoenix right oh, now, I... it is plus 11. But no, that's like it's all low 20s. Like, I'll live yeah. low 20s all, all winter, man. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> Jeez. When I win Lotto Max, I'll, uh, I'll buy you a hotel room for a week. Okay. Super 8. Hey, tell you what, if I win the Thunder Bay 50-50, I'll, uh, I'll take us to, I'll, I'll pay for our next year's draft tournament in, uh, every single one. That? Oh, I thought you were going to say every single one. No, that's, that's, that's 1200 bucks a tournament. That's seven times 17. That's a lot of money. Yeah. No kidding. You'd be spelling, <laughs> spending that money just on tournaments alone. No, <laughs> but I will, I will take us to Phoenix if I win that 50, 50. Yeah, the hospital 50-50s all over are really high for the yeah. month of December, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thunder Bay is at a million and a half. Even Dryden's is pretty good. I'll spend 20 bucks here and there for for these 50-50 draws since yeah. it goes to, just... to a good cause, right? It helps the hospital at the worst. At the at the worst thing you're doing is you're you're uh, you're helping the hospital get new brand new equipment. Like yeah, <laughs> it's true. a win win situation. Win win, yo. Yeah. See what's that drying run? Drying's right now. The estimated take home prize is thirty seven thousand dollars. Holy smokes! That could zero off some debt right now. That could zero off someone's car payment. Someone's that's like a quarter uh, credit a, cards. That's, that's like known. a quarter of your uh, pay for the year. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah, that's uh, thirty-seven thousand. That could zero out someone's someone's debt. You know, like how often, how how cool would that be if you have no more payments on a truck or a car or uh, or a boat or something like that? Right? That's that big. The only payment you'd have to pay is your child support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else before we uh, take off for the I, year? I think I'm good. You're good. Everybody love each other. Don't share water bottles. And if you're in the Timmins area, the McGregor Cup will be February 17th to the 19th. It's the 14th annual. It's a minor minor hockey tournament. Um, they have a Facebook page. Sign up your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, play some hockey. Have them uh, interact with other First Nation, Indigenous, and Métis kids, and have some fun. Play some hockey. Yeah. Meet some new new friends. It's put on by the Muskego Council. So, sign up your kids for that. That's in February. It's going to come by fast for sure. So, uh, with that being said, have a merry Christmas have a and merry uh, Christmas. And remember, it's about the kids, guys. Yep. First and foremost, it's about the kids. So. That's before you do anything that you'll regret. Think about the kids. All right. Think about the kids. Yeah, exactly. So uh, have a good Christmas, everyone. Enjoy your guests. Enjoy the turkey. Enjoy the everything else that goes with it. And we will see you. I'm just looking at a calendar. In a couple weeks. January 2nd. Should we come back January 2nd or January 9th? No, yeah. uh, we'll say the second. Let's do the second. We'll say the second. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll be back second. January 2nd. So uh, have a good holidays and uh, remember, enjoy spending time with your family. It's all about family. So uh, yep. take care and we will see you January 2nd in two weeks. So take two care. Weeks. And ho, ho, ho.
Peace. <laughs>